brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Lessons Learned from My Dog. Because we do learn so much from our canine companions, don't we? And along the way, they keep us company, provide unconditional love, and share in the ups and downs of our lives. So what do we learn from our dogs? Well, basically everything. Our dogs make us better people. If we rescued them, they rescue us back. If we're sad, they comfort us. If we need to have more fun, they show us how. They are our protectors, our role models, and our best friends. And sometimes, They are our teachers, too, or teachers to other dogs, which is the case with the two stories I'm going to share with you today. In our first story, Lori Higgins tells us that the breeder they'd bought their first auction from somehow fell on hard times and became a total disaster. In fact, animal control officers removed 71 miniature dachshunds from the breeder's home. Lori and her husband decided they would adopt one of the mistreated dogs. And they were not alone. People were lined up in the street to adopt those dogs after all the news coverage they got. And Lori and her husband didn't get one. But then two of the 71 adopted dogs were returned. So Lori and her husband were in luck. They got one. Lori says, as soon as I saw the photo of Cooper with his serious little old man face, I knew he was going to be ours. I sent Steve an email with his photo and the question, do you have enough love in your heart for this little guy? He did, and Cooper came to live with them. He was very young, but already had bad teeth. The poor thing had spent his entire life living in a crate with other dogs, so he wasn't socialized to interact with humans. And he weighed less than eight pounds, unlike their other dachshund who weighed 12 pounds. Lori's older dachshund, Sadie, was thrilled with her new little brother, and she tried to make him welcome. But Cooper was less enthusiastic. He refused to leave his crate, even for food and water. He didn't know how to play, having never had a toy or an opportunity to play with other dogs 
So Sadie tried to teach him. Lori says, over the next few months, Sadie taught Cooper how to be a dog. I'm pretty sure she potty trained him simply by example. He became her devoted follower. They cuddled together all day, and she was never out of his sight for long. He also slowly became more social with the humans in his house. He accepted me after just a day or two, but Steve had to work hard at it for months. It was a slow but rewarding process. Cooper did indeed become part of the family, although he was still a bit reserved around most people. And then a few years later, Sadie slipped a disc in her spine and was paralyzed. After an expensive back surgery, she needed to be crated for six to eight weeks. And that's when Cooper sprang into action. He sat outside her crate to keep her company. He never left her side as she slowly got better. She recovered from the surgery, but then she got cancer. Cooper was despondent when she died, so much so that Lori and Steve adopted a new adoption for him. And now Cooper is happy again with a new sibling bossing him around. Abigail Kruger tells us about another dog who turned into a teacher. It was her Pomeranian Terrier mixed puppy who started out as a two-pound ball of fur. When Dio reached 10 pounds, Abigail finally could teach him how to go up and down the stairs. But he hated every second of the process except for the treats that she gave him at the bottom of each step. She says the puppy was really frightened by the whole process. By the time we got to the bottom, he would run off, upset that I had made him face his fear. Like any worried mom, I wondered if I had pushed him too far outside his comfort zone. I figured the best thing to do was give him some space for a little while. Later, we could do another lesson down the stairs and maybe I would start lower down the staircase. So Abigail went off to fold some clean clothes, but then she realized something. The puppy was practicing on the stairs, going halfway up and then turning around to go down. After that day, the dog became an expert at taking the stairs. Two years later, Abigail's brother bought a beautiful husky puppy named Plato. Just like Dio, he was petrified of going down the stairs. Abigail's brother brought the dog over to her house, and they tried to teach him how to use the stairs. But he was even more petrified than Dio had been two years earlier. Abigail says, Just as we were about to call off the lesson for the day and take Plato home to think about what he had learned, Dio came to the rescue. Poor Plato stood on a stair in the middle of the staircase, whining nervously. Noticing his friend's distress, Dio hopped off the couch and met Plato where he was. He greeted Plato sweetly and then slowly started making his way down each step. Plato was encouraged and followed him step by step until they were both at the bottom. That was the day when my dog became a dog trainer. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Lessons learned from my dog. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. And you'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon.
And I want to tell you something special about how we use the proceeds from this book. Like our previous six pairs of cat and dog books, royalties from this book go to American Humane to help them with the amazing work they do for dogs and cats in terms of shelters, protecting pets during natural disasters, and on movie sets, in zoos, aquariums, and in humane farming. So, would you like to become one of our storytellers? We're always looking for new people to join the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. Just check the Submit Your Story section of our website and you'll see what we're working on. And you'll also find writing guidelines that will help you craft the best possible nonfiction story for one of our books. Interestingly, almost half the stories in this dog book came from people who had never written for us before. And we're already collecting stories for our 2024 dog book. So if you have a great story to tell, go ahead and submit it for consideration. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Lessons Learned from My Cat, about cats that are feral, but still become part of the family. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.